Good morning, Manchester, and to those of you in surrounding towns, welcome to Hour 3 of Dread at Large. I am your Looking for Your Phone Calls host, Rich Gerard. Thanks for tuning in. You can find us online at GerardAtLarge.com, and you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, also at Gerard at Large, where we encourage you to like us and follow us, because we just want to be loved. All right, folks. <laughs> the big story of the morning is the... Uh, Blind eye, hear no evil, speak no evil, see no evil actions of the Manchester School Board last night when confronted with concrete evidence from its attorney that at-large member Nancy Tessier violated board policy, city charter, and state law when she released information of a non-public session to members, um, uh, uh, to the uh, the members, to the staff members who were the subject of the non-public session. Uh, discussion. Now, let me try to put some things in context for you here, because I think it's very important that you understand this. Among the casualties of her leak is Superintendent Vargas. Let me explain why. One of the things that has been happening since Superintendent Vargas took place is there have been a series of actions by members of the board that have violated the sanctity of non-public sessions. See, when you go into non-public session, especially to discuss personnel matters, the confidentiality that one is to exercise is absolute. And the reason for that is if people leak what happens in a non-public session, then they undermine the school district's ability and therefore the board's ability, the school district's ability to do its job and the board's ability to govern the district. If you're Superintendent Vargas and almost every time you've gone into non-public session, the contents of those non-public sessions have been leaked by members of the board to members of his staff who were the subject of the conversation, do you think that enables him to better govern the district or do you think it disables him from being able to better manage the district? And these leaks are pernicious and I believe have been intentionally done to harm the superintendent because the superintendent, as he gets the lay of the land and evaluates the the operations of the district and comes to conclusions about who is and isn't um, up to the job, so to speak, people start defending their friends. People start laying down their personal markers. People start thinking of the interests of the individual versus the interest of the district. And while I can't get into a lot of the mischief that's taking place behind the scenes without myself violating confidentiality of the non-public session, I will tell you this. I believe that what Nancy Tessier did in sending that email was deliberate. I don't believe it was, oh, I didn't know I couldn't violate the sanctity of the confidential session. I would be willing to bet if you pulled phone records of members of the board following non-public sessions, you would see that several of them call various people in the administration, maybe present members of the administration, maybe not so present members of the administration, to tell them what's happening. And what happens is you, you get this vicious rumor mill that has been like alligators in the moat 
surround that that have that have kept Dr. Vargas more or less locked in his own castle. It's amazing what the man has accomplished, especially when one considers, frankly, the hostile working environment that these leaks have created and the ne'er-do-wells who have um, not necessarily profited by the uh, uh, by the appointment of a new superintendent, an outsider without the personal allegiances, without the personal alliances, without the personal entanglements, also known as entangling alliances by George Washington, because he's not blinded or uh, he's not blinded to what's happening and he's, his judgment is not clouded by these personal feelings. And by the way, not all of the leaks that have taken place have taken place by members of the board. There have been staff members who have taken what would be considered their personal information and shared it with board members or other staff members as a way of trying to harm the superintendent's reputation. So the great crime here that Nancy Tessier committed was not that the staff members' privacy were violated, because frankly, they knew the moment that that non-public session was over, before the doors were closed and locked at City Hall, phone calls had gone out. And I can't tell you why I know that. Let's just say that certain things happened the next day at the office uh, that could only be explained by them knowing the night before the actions of the board. So it is highly unlikely that either of the staff members who were CC'd on the letter that Nancy Tessier, in violation of multiple laws, charter provisions, and board policies sent out, would no doubt say, oh, it didn't harm my reputation. Hell, for all I know, it was somebody's bright idea uh, for Nancy to do it. But the, the, the real uh, potential damage was to Superintendent Vargas. Because that email, while I can't share its specific contents with you because it was added to the non-public minutes that were sealed, which is another uh, indication that in disclosing that content, she violated it. She violated the sanctity of the non-public session. But I will tell you that I take issue with what she wrote about Dr. Vargas and his conduct and the, and the actions of the board or the decisions of the board. I take, I take not only do I quarrel with it, I take exception to it. At best, it was misleading. And in my never-to-be-humble opinion, as your ever-humble host and as somebody who's uh, more or less in the know, it was designed to do harm to the reputation of the superintendent. Now, there are other reasons why I know phone calls went out the next, uh, you know, the, the night that those decisions were made, because I was actually hearing from staff in Manchester's schools who called me to say, is it true that he said this about so-and-so, or is it true that he said this about such-and-such? And the information that was being shared with me was information that could only have come from that non-public session. Which tells me once the 
school board members let the cat out of the bag to the uh, involved staff members. The involved staff members let more cats out of more bags to tell more people. And if you don't think that caused a great stir within the Manchester School District, if you don't think that that, uh, it, that that took hours of people's time to go and correct. Now, unfortunately for me, I could neither confirm nor deny what took place in the non-public session. And I'm smart enough to know that maybe sometimes the people who call me are, 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 are potentially looking to set a trap. And I'm not saying that any of the people who brought it to my attention were. But let's just say I'm not going to put myself in a position where I confirm or deny anything that happened. So that someone can then turn around and say, I violated confidentiality. Because while I know a lot of the entangling alliances here in this city and who's connected to whom and what, I don't know them all. And even if I did, I'm not putting myself in a position where someone could come and say, oh, Gerard told me this. Not going to happen. So at the end of the day, you have a superintendent who now in non-public session is a lot like a cat in a room full of rocking chairs who's afraid to say anything because he doesn't have any confidence that the board's going to keep it confidential. How do you manage if you can't talk to your board of directors about things happening within the organization that need correction? You know, there was even one member in a non-public session who said to Dr. Vargas, you're too transparent with us. Now, I, I, you know, I'm not violating any confidences there because I didn't tell you what it was about or I didn't give you any context. But if that helps you understand what he's up against, then you need to understand that this was designed to do harm. I don't believe, and it saddens me to say that Nancy Tessier, um, you know, had a lapse in judgment because, frankly, you know, Nancy's not been above doing the bidding of certain people in the administration or the union when they've wanted something. She has uh, always been a friendly ear there. And I wonder whether or not she was a friendly ear here or she went off on her own. Other Either way, it doesn't matter. If I were Dr. Uh, Dr. Vargas, I would look at my contract and I would consider that I had a real cause for legal action against Tessier and or the board. Because in my opinion, in addition to the policies, charter, and laws, it's also a violation of his contract, which says the parties agree individually and collectively not to interfere with or usurp the duties or responsibilities of the other party. Without limiting the foregoing, the superintendent shall have authority to organize, reorganize, and arrange the administrative teaching and support staff in such a way in the superintendent's best judgment best serves the SAU or the single school uh, the, within the SAU, and the superintendent shall be responsible for the nomination, placement, and transfer of all non-elected district and SAU personnel, as well as provisions of superintendent services required under NHRSA 174C. Oh, the board individually and collectively will promptly refer all criticisms, complaints, and suggestions called to its attention to the superintendent for action and or recommendations as appropriate. How are you doing that if you're actually uh, working to undermine the superintendent because you don't like or you don't agree or this person, this sacred cow is about to be turned into tasty hamburger and you can't have that happen because that sacred cow is your friend. 
you know, it's difficult when you're in these situations in a community like Manchester or any of the surrounding towns where everybody knows everybody and somehow everybody's connected to everybody else. I get that. But you know what? The right thing is the right thing, and the wrong thing is the wrong thing, no matter what your motives or reasons or intentions may be. The road to hell is paved with a lot of good ones. Remember that. But you know what? If somebody's going to hold it against you because you can read the clear language and letter of the law and know that what they did is wrong, and you're somehow supposed to ignore that because of your relationship or because they're a board member or because they're all that in a bag of chips— then the problem is with them, not with you who want to do the right thing. I don't get a lot of Christmas cards from people on the board. I don't get invited to any social functions or parties because at the end of the day, I will not allow my personal feelings, pro or con, to interfere with my assessment of the issues at hand and what I think needs to be done. If I agree with people, I agree with people. If I disagree with people, I disagree with people. And sometimes that's hard because I genuinely like the people who I disagree with or I think are wrong. But in my never-to-be-humble opinion as your ever-humble host, that release of information by Nancy Tessier was about as accidental, you know, as Trump calling out the NFL. It was purposeful. It had an end in mind. And for the board of school committee. As a whole. For Sarah Ambrosi in Ward 1. For Mary George's in Ward 3. And that's when that really pains me because I really like Mary. Leslie Want in Ward 4. Dan Bergeron in Ward 6. Erica Connors in Ward 8. John Avard in Ward 10. Kate DeRozier, whose only reason to go to the meeting last night was to vote to save her friend Nancy. She came for that and she left right afterward because she wasn't feeling well. And for Connie Van Houten, the queen of hearts when it comes to ethical conduct on the board of mayor and all, uh, the board of uh, school committee in Manchester for them to ignore the letter documenting all of the violations that Nancy committed and receive and file it is as an egregious an affront to the, the voters and taxpayers of the city of Manchester as what Nancy did. They contributed to the undermining of the superintendent they contributed to actions which were meant to interfere with his ability to manage personnel a a, a violation of another section of the charter and they continued their assault in that vote to undermine the superintendent and his ability to get the job done fortunately for the superintendent everything they've done to this point has backfired on them and i expect and know that I will do everything I can to make sure this happens. I expect that vote will boomerang on them with voters because I don't think voters appreciate it when people turn a blind eye to the naked violation of the law. And this isn't Arthur Beaudry saying it. This isn't Rich Gerard saying it. This isn't Lisa Freeman saying it. This isn't Debbie Langton saying it. This isn't Mayor Ted Gatz's saying it. This is an attorney that we paid to look into it saying it. Now, how exactly do you get away from that? This is Gerard at Large.